Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply had to take accountability and you know because it was like man my credit sucks i can't do anything i had the woe is me you know i didn't want to take accountability for that but when i did i had to accept where i was at that i was making you know it's some about my ain't credit they keep giving me ain't credit cards and ain't credit uh limits and you know ain't interest rate that's what happened it was something about the decisions i was making and i had to be accountable and recognize those things that it was me What up, what up, what up? It's Three Brothers No Sense, your favorite barbershop-style podcast. I'm Tavares Ferguson, a.k.a. Ferg. Join my co-hosts, Buff and Rozzy. Fellas, take it away. Um, 215. 215 dead bodies buried behind a prison in Jackson, Mississippi. And it has gotten... It has gotten some coverage, but it has, for the seriousness of this, it has gotten zero coverage by by comparison of other things. Like, so uh, Dexter Wade, he was hit by, this is according to him, he was hit by a Jackson police officer uh, with his car. He was hit by a car and was killed. They're claiming that they couldn't get in contact with the family, so they just buried him. All 215 of these dead bodies, they are claiming that they either couldn't get in touch with the family or it was the uh, the morgue's responsibility to get in touch with the family and never did. Either way, there are 215 different families who had no idea where, where their missing relatives were. Now, this is Jackson, Mississippi. The population in Jackson, Mississippi is like less than 150,000 people. Like you can you can almost fit the entire city in uh, Happy Valley Stadium in Penn State. They hold one hundred and seven thousand people. You could damn near fit the entire town in that stadium. You telling me don't nobody know nobody that know nobody. How hard were they trying to where they couldn't two hundred and fifteen different families that they couldn't find nobody who was related to them to alert them that they had a, a deceased family member. And so, of course, that begs all other type of questions, how they died. A lot of them don't even know how they were killed. And they were just buried behind this prison, which I'm told they were forcing prisoners to bury these people. It, you, it, 
It doesn't even seem like 2024. I couldn't yeah. believe the story. I thought it was fake. It, it was it's, so ridiculous. It's wild, man. Like, like they didn't even embalm the people. So they were like vultures were flying over. They like there was a stench back yeah. there. It's like it's not even like a okay. We can't find them. We're we're gonna give them their full burial type. rights and and yeah, just you know honor them a little bit. You know, but it, they didn't even track. They they have numbers. They didn't even track like who the people were. That's how bad yeah. it was. Like when we say unmarked, so, it's completely unmarked. So I have questions. So it's unmarked. Two hundred fifteen unmarked graves. Have they identified all two hundred fifteen people? I don't think they have. Mm-mm. I know they have identified some. They're predominantly black. There are some white people, uh, but I don't think they've identified all two hundred fifteen. Nope. Were any of these people prisoners prior? That's, I don't, I don't, I, that I don't because, know. Was it behind a, because there was a state penitentiary out there, or is it like a local? I believe it was a local jail. Mm-hmm. If, if, uh, unless you know Rizzo, no, you know Rizzo. That's what I, I think and, it and was. And, yeah. that, and, 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 and that's the thing, for it's been covered so little. It's been like, I, I scoured for articles written on it, and pretty much everything had about the same amount of information. So, you know, I'm a very basic person when it comes to just, logic so you you brought up some very interesting things one 215 people they said they tried to contact people sometimes we don't know the extent but how many times does it take to come up with a process the first three people we're going to try to we're going to send carrier pigeon that didn't work a telegram for the next five that didn't work somewhere in the mid 50s you probably have at least a process to say, okay, this is how we're going to contact people. So the remaining 165 people should have, like, was it, did they have something at 216 that they were going to get right? That the 216th person was going to be the person they finally decided, like, this is how we get in touch with the families. It, it's just, to me, it's, it doesn't make sense. You know, you can't so- get it wrong 215 times. It, it shows lack of effort. I don't care what they say. Like we saw, we saw when Natalie Holloway, one teenager, went missing in an island that's in, in Aruba, far away. She went missing. There was wall to wall coverage. We sent FBI agents down there. Like there were multiple, multiple, multiple searches for her. Every it got national attention. If Jackson, if Jackson police the local city, if, if they couldn't so-called find these relatives, you ask for federal resources. But you don't give a damn because they're because they're black or because they're poor or whatever the case may be, you, you want to get away because the whole... You, you hit someone with a car and killed them and said, well, we tried to get in touch with somebody. We couldn't. That's it. We just buried them. No ID on, on 215. I don't, no, there I don't was know. ID yeah. on them. They literally it's, had ID. That's how they, the last uh, guy who they hit with Dexter the car, Wade, Dexter, yeah. like yeah. he had ID on him. So they knew exactly who he was. Uh, and the family is saying that they never had any missed calls or anything like that. No voice messages. Like, you know what I mean? It, it's one of those is things that- family yeah, in Jackson? I, I, think, I yeah. think a police officer said they, they went by the house once and nobody was there. And the family is like, did you leave a card? Did you come back? How many times did you try? You just, so you just came one time and that was it? I, I yeah. mean, I don't know if there's it, a haze. Effort, we we yeah. hit I, your 
your your your your uncle got hit by a car and he's at the morgue and we don't know how to get in touch with you card i don't know if there's like a greeting card for that or something so it makes no sense i don't i don't get it i just get i get frustrated but i will correct you on something you said it didn't seem like it's 2024 it definitely seems like it's 2024 speaking of 2024 i can't keep up 2024 2024 is like what we thought season eight Game of Thrones was going to be. Like, we thought all the scores were going to be settled <laughs> and everything. To, man, first off, Cat Williams kicked off 2024 just sniping everybody. And then after him, Stephen A. Smith comes and he attacks this journalist named Jason Whitlock. And then you got Aaron Rodgers going at Jimmy Kimmel. You got Hunter Biden trolling Congress. Like, this loser, <laughs> they've been begging for him to come testify. He went to a hearing and sat in the crowd and pissed him <laughs> off. Like they were literally talking about him while he was sitting there. She was like, yeah, look at you sitting there. You're supposed to be testifying. You got, you got, it's reported that Condoleezza Rice has been contacted about head coaching the Cleveland Browns. Speaking of head coaching, speak, speaking of head coaches, the GOAT of college football Retired. Yeah. The go to the NFL, Bill Belichick. Retired, by the way, to go to college football, Nick Saban. Pete Carroll, forced out. Uh, then you got you got Draymond Green, who was suspended indefinitely. And, you know, he met with the commissioner. And it's like, I don't think I want to play basketball no more if I can't kick dudes in the nuts and choke them <laughs> on the court. Like, that's like he literally said he thought about retiring because. The the NBA is like, dog, you got to cut it out. And he's like, well, I can't play if I got to cut it out. (laughs) Like, that is wild to me. And then the boxer we went to go see, who's usually mild-mannered, Bud Crawford, he going at all these fighters on Twitter. And then last but not least, we got Young Thug, who's still in court. And for whatever reason, LeBron James and Serena Williams became the subject of attention. They're like asking, have you ever seen them, I guess, this you, use the word that, slime and yeah, you look sliming. It's wild. Twenty twenty four. I slow down. Hey, I can't keep oh, up. And, we can't, we can't forget about Alabama now. Alabama is. I mean, you know, we talk about Nick Saban, but we can't forget about the good old guy trying to go swimming in the Dick Sporting Goods. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, it was uh was it a bad I thought it was a bass, bass pro, pro shop. shop. Bass pro shop. Yeah. And it, it's the one at least <laughs> my kids literally have a Santa Claus picture in front of that little pool or whatever inside a bass pro shop. <laughs> so <laughs> so did he just want to go swimming that bad? Like what was the <laughs> I don't know. He here's, here's what I here's what I'll say here's what I'll say in his defense. Do they have a sign that says no swimming? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. In it. Okay. Well, no one told him he couldn't. You know. Um, but so on a more serious note, uh, on a more serious note, I last mean, thing I got. With that that same logic, does a capital have a sign that says <laughs> no riding? No storming. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. We we had people there saying, get back, get back. They didn't get back. That's, that's okay. That's the other thing. Did they have somebody that say no swimming? They, they didn't have a lifeguard. <laughs> they did. They did have people like, get down, sir. Why why are you taking off your clothes, sir? Like the cops, the cops were walking not, up to him when he jumped in. Would not have wanted to be the one to arrest him. Because he was 
Butterball naked, no thanks. And I'm good. I'm good on that. Um, but we have the other thing I got, man. We haven't, and we haven't uh, touched on a serious issue of 2024. There's, What's that? There's still going crazy in the Middle East. You know, it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's ramped up. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's an election. Oh, South Africa, South Africa is uh, going after Israel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They yeah. brought him oh, up yeah. to it's the International lot. Criminal Court um, for yeah. Uh, genocide. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's it's a lot. I yeah. mean, it's a this this political season is going to be the craziest one in U.S. history. I think. I it's, really, it's, 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 nobody can it's afford to lose. Started. The loser yeah. might go to jail. It, oh, is, that, yeah. is that crazy? <laughs> but yeah. the funny, the crazy thing um, about it, Trump is the front runner for Republicans, right? We talk about the the political season, and he's in court, literally saying that he can kill his political opponent as long as he's the president. And unless he gets impeached, he can't actually be tried in criminal court, which is the dumbest thing in the world. Like, that's his argument is that he has absolute immunity as president. I got to tell you, he has a house that probably would not impeach him for that. Um, I I just want to get one last thing. Went to a retirement seminar the last two days at my job. I think something like that should be mandatory at nearly every career. Very informative. And, you know, if you you don't think about it when you're in your 20s, you kind of start thinking about it in your 30s. When you're in your 40s, you really, really start thinking about it. So uh, if that's something you haven't thought about, give it some attention because life expectancy is longer than it used to be. And you don't want to be in your 70s and 80s poor. So uh, if you can help it, pay attention. Pay attention to, um, you know, your finances and have a plan, have a plan, have a goal and just do your best to reach that goal. But very informative. And if your job doesn't have that type of thing, push for them to get one, because a lot of people it's, it's so many different options out there. Uh, like people just don't know. You just don't know. So uh, look into that, man. That's all I got. That was a lot. But that's that's all I got. Definitely was, man. Um, I, I'll just add to the sports talk. Uh, you talked about all the uh, coaches that are retiring. John Morant's out for the season. So he just got back, and now he's out for the season. So that kind of sucks for uh, the Memphis fans out there. Uh, but on a brighter note, Baby Fat is bringing back their classic bubble jacket. So, Byron, I know you got to get one for Tab. I know she wants one. Because, I mean, it actually looks pretty dope. I'll send y'all a picture of it. But um, for all the ladies out there that had that that baby what, fat bubble jacket. What do you jacket, mean it looks pretty dope? What is it? This, did they change it? They changed it, it a little bit. It has a little different? fur. I mean, it, it, it cut, it's cut a little bit different. Uh, but they are reintroducing it. had the fur it. last time. Did it? So it's the exact same one. But <laughs> it the, looks dope. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, it's the 25th anniversary of it, uh, and so they are bringing it back. And so, ladies, if you ever you had one and you you miss it, or you you know you wanted it and couldn't get it back then, but you got the money now, go ahead and get you one of those baby fat puffer jackets. You know you want them. For for what's wrong? Don't man. get a baby fat puffer jacket. <laughs> Just don't. Don't. Why not? Vintage, bro. Vintage is Why? good. Like throwback. I mean. So, so is Wild Hours Rose, bruh. It's vintage. It's been around for years, bruh. Don't go drink Wild Hours Rose. It, it's just, it's just, go. I, I like that puffer jacket, though. I, I really did like that puffer jacket. Do, like, it fit, also, it was, it was, it was a good cut. Um, it, it, it was 
kind of high higher it was cut higher i mean i like that jacket i'm not even gonna lie all it takes is a couple of influencers uh, to make a nice TikTok. If it video comes back and it minute. starts annoying us, I'm blaming you, bro. You're gonna be in uh, the first three <laughs> brothers. No sense ever. Timeout. <laughs> How you gonna put me a timeout, man? But that's the only other thing I had. Uh, one, one. Well, one more thing I had is I want to say screw Comic Con, which is Birmingham's uh, comic convention that they have every year. I don't know what they were thinking. They don't know where they're at or something. But it's literally the same weekend as Fat Tuesday and and Fat Tuesday weekend, Skinny Monday, all that. So um, I'm going to miss Comic-Con to go to Mardi Gras. uh, And I'm just mad at them for making me have to choose. I don't like that. So I think everybody should work around Mardi Gras if you're in the South. It's just my rule that they should do. Um, But for anybody who is not going to Mardi Gras and you're here in Birmingham, go check out Comic-Con, man. It's a good time. You get to cosplay. You get to see uh, a lot of um, artists and actors and things like that. So it's a really, really good time here in Birmingham if you're in the area and want to check that out. So that's all I got, me. I'm going to light it up. We kind of talked about Trump earlier and just the fact that he's going through a civil $370 million uh, civil tri- uh, suit, which is just completely crazy. The former president of the United States, the front runner in the GOP party for president this upcoming election is sitting in the courtroom right now. It is not trumped up charges. These are legit. He's probably going to be found guilty. And this is what we're stuck with. So actually was listening to never mind. I want to get into that, Uh, but I'm lighting it up. So some series that I just what I'm excited about is I didn't know. Maybe I missed the memo. The Halo series on Showtime. Never heard of it. Either one of you guys heard about that? Apparently season two starts next week. What's it about? I saw Halo. Oh, okay. Okay. The the game, yeah. Xbox game. Yeah. Yeah. So I saw uh, a trailer for it or a commercial for it the other day, and I'm like, I'm like, is this the, is a new Halo coming out? Hold on. This is a game? No, this is the movie. And then I looked, and it says series, because I thought it was going to be a movie. Then it was like series, uh, season premiere, January 15th. I'm like, okay. New series. Then I Googled it. Apparently it's season two. And I'm like, hold on. Where did season one go? And I felt like this was something you would have told us about, Rizzy. So you're slipping. Yeah, yeah. Obviously. While you over here researching bubble jackets and shit, <laughs> you need to be keeping your, your, your ear to the ground and keeping us abreast of the real stuff that's important. Secondly, I'm so uh, so excited about Avatar coming out February 22nd. Mm-hmm. Any of our Avatar, The Last Airbender fans, I know it's not a true anime, but one of the best uh, animated series. Yeah, animated series ever. And then, if you're, you know, uh, for anybody that has Disney Plus, a good family show is Percy Jackson. Yes, yes. Uh, Sophie is in love with it. So, yeah, uh, I think with the first four episodes. 
I have it dropped. Yeah, they had first five. The first, the fifth one came out the other day, and Sky, who usually doesn't like shows like that, especially unless they're animated, really likes it. And considering that one of the primary characters is a young black girl, she identifies and loves her even more, loves the show even more. So, just some things you're you're looking at to be looking out for. So, Percy Jackson comes out new episodes every Tuesday on Disney Plus at eight p.m. because we sat down. Tuesday to watch it and did not realize it didn't come out to 8 p.m. So we made time. We were sitting down at 7 o'clock, made daddy-daughter time and there was like, hold on. Something's going on. Then I had to Google it and found out it comes out at 8. So, With that being said, fellas, we'll go ahead and jump into the show. Anything else we want to get off our chest beforehand? No, I'm um, I'm watching Echo. I'm almost done with that. Got like two episodes. How, how, how feeling is about it? That? I was gonna bring yeah, him- I, haven't, I haven't started it yet. I'm 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 three episodes in, two episodes in. Okay, so we the same. Yeah, yeah the same. and I'm I'm still trying to feel out, feel like how yeah. I feel about it. She's annoying as I like the I, I like the fighting scenes. I, yeah, I, that's what the I can first say two. Right the now. first two, I think I'm on the first two episodes. I don't know if I'm on the third episode. I might have been in the third episode. Uh, but she's just annoying. She's she's kind of bratty. Yeah, you know, so <laughs> yeah, she is <laughs> character growth, bro. They, they they have to, you know, make her nah, get she's an arc a in the five episodes. It, so it, it's it's yeah. more so. Yeah, I'm 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 still expecting a lot out of these last two, so I'm I'm gonna withhold judgment until I watch it the entirety. But Daredevil does make an appearance, so that's good. You know, there's some good stuff on it. So mm-hmm. cool. Uh, with that being said, let's go ahead and jump into it. Let's go. Who wants to go first? You didn't get a question last week, so... I didn't? Okay. Mm. So, my question is very simple. I sent you guys a video earlier this week talking about accountability. You remember that one? A gentleman was talking about... um, I think it might actually... Was it a woman talking about... It's a woman. No, it was a gentleman talking about accountability. Uh, If you need to take a second... You remember the video, Buff? I... I think I do. I mean, I don't I think, think you don't have to look at the video to answer yeah. my question. So my question is two parts. What exactly is accountability? And why is it important? Accountability okay. accountability is fairly simple on on the surface. It's basically when you mess up, when you make a mistake, when you get something wrong, you own it. You don't put blame on this or that or this person or that person. You own it. Hey, I messed up. You know what I mean? That's what it is. What was the second part of the question? Why is it important? It is important because it, that it's, 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 it's what growth is. It's how you learn. It shows that you can learn from your mistakes. You'll learn from your mistakes. Because if you don't hold yourself accountable and, and you do something wrong and I say, well, it's because it's of rising. So now you have told yourself, hey, what you did wasn't so bad. You just got to remove rising from the situation and you can keep moving how you was moving and then do the same dumb shit again. Or, you know, you you move a certain way 
and and you you never learn from it. You never learn from it. you keep doing it over and over, expecting a different result. You keep getting the same result until you have some type of accountability. You're gonna always move that same way because you're gonna always feel like, well, it's not me. They're the problem, or that's the problem, and it's just an important part of of maturing and growing up and making better decisions. You can't make a better decision until you realize what you're doing wrong. Listening to your answer made me come up with another question. And I don't know, would you like me to hold off, Rizy? Or yeah, you want to jump in? Let me kind of jump in there on, on the what is accountability. Because I, I, I think you framed it, Buff, in uh, if you make a mistake or in owning the mistake and everything. But I think to expand on that, accountability is also where maybe you didn't make a mistake but you still didn't succeed uh and so being accountable for not being good enough right or or not prepping enough or not putting in enough work and still like you said blaming everything else right i we we talk a lot Mm -hmm. about systemic racism and 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 generational wealth and and all of that breaking curses and all that stuff and you know this is the the pull yourself up by your bootstraps type of mentality but at the same time there has to be some self-accountability in that your situations makes it harder but that doesn't mean that you can't overcome it that you can't get out of it that you can't do better that you can't succeed in in that situation and everything um and so having some type of accountability in like how much you prep how how hard you uh, work for it those types of things so I think accountability comes not just when you do wrong, but also when you try, you don't uh, succeed kind of saying it, it reflecting on yourself and saying, what could I do differently? Uh, and maybe it is that, you know, it, maybe you couldn't do anything differently. And it was just the situation, just bad luck, right? Some person was better than you this time. Uh, but you want to be able to take that accountability and self-reflect and say, Okay, what can I change? Uh, and then kind of going back to exactly what you said, right? That accountability is what leads you to be able to change, to do things differently, to do, you know, to move differently so that you can succeed the next time. So I just wanted to kind of broaden it to a little bit more than just when you make a mistake. All right. And that you answered the second part, too. Why is it important? My last part of the question, because and you kind of hit on it, Rizzy, Um, or I think you tiptoed to it and maybe not cross a complete threshold is so why is it so hard to be accountable I think that's a big we don't part like of- to be wrong we don't like to be wrong like it's that's that's hard for a lot of people it's not you know it's not beholden to a gender or a race people just do not like to be wrong yeah I agree um and the reason I asked that third part is I guess I'll answer mine backwards. And when you said is when you make a mistake and like you said, nobody wants to be wrong. So when I'm not necessarily wrong, therefore I don't have to be accountable. So if I'm in a relationship and he cheats on me or she cheats on me, I'm not the cheater. So I'm not wrong. So I have nothing to be accountable for. You know, he's the bad guy. She's the bad person. Versus like, hey, 
Should I have even been in this relationship? Was this relationship doomed from the beginning? Is there a pattern of infidelity in the people I'm choosing to date? And do I do I um, do I find myself getting in trouble at work a lot? You know, like what are the things that you're you're being accountable for? So for me, accountability is the ability to reflect and understand one's part in all of your situations. Because you can, you'll take accountability for the good stuff, right? So, because we automatically think accountability is negative. You know, if you're a single mom and you raise kids by, you're accountable for all their success and all this stuff. You know, you want Mother's Day and Father's Day. You know, if you're a husband and you work a lot and stuff like that, and you feel like you put a roof over the head, you feel you feel like you should get the rewards for your actions and your decisions, but you shouldn't get any of the blame for it so the video i sent was referring to accountability when it comes to relationship and he specifically or she i can't remember if it was a he or she now was specifically talking about accountability when it comes to relationships and why men you know and there's just this this talk and i'm not i'm speaking general sense and it's a running joke right now that women don't like the word accountability they run from it there's videos and memes and all kind of things where women are trying to um, stay away from being held accountable. And he said, the reason men want accountability, and it was when he said it, it was so simple because accountability equals closure. And it equals, and Byron, you kind of hit on it, is equals growth. So if I'm asking, or you're asking me to be accountable for something, when I'm accountable for something, that means I accept my part in this. And when I accept my part, we can move on to like, so what do we do now? What is the growth? If I'm accountable for how things happen, now I can recognize and say, this shouldn't happen again. Hey, I'm sorry this happened. Or hey, you know, this should have never happened. This is my part on it. Now we, there's closure. There's no ambiguity like where I feel like I wasn't all the way wrong so I I just might do this again right because I wasn't wrong you just weren't right you know so now if there's no accountability how do we know that this this habit or this instance is going to stop because Byron is not admitting that he's wrong so if this same situation comes up again Byron never said he was right but he ain't going to say he's wrong Because we see that, you know, we see that. So why would I think that Byron's not going to do this again? Because at no point did Byron ever recognize that he is wrong. He is partly responsible for some of the things that some of the things that happened. And I've learned from this. And if I don't, if I remove this from the situation, we can probably avoid the rest of the situation. Now, accountability can go two ways, you know, like. I can be accountable for part of it. You can be accountable for part of it. But if it was only one person taking accountability or the other person refuses to take accountability, there's never a closure. And I, I can't feel comfortable. The other person can't feel comfortable. There's growth. And it's important because you can't grow as people. You can't grow in a relationship if, if for one, if one person is the only person growing, right? You know, we say be equally yoked. So if I'm growing in a relationship, you should be too. And neither one, but we believe there's nobody perfect. So if I'm not perfect, you're not perfect. How can that 
you know, one person grow. Rise, I see like you're you're debating. You're 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 no, you're no, no. Pushing I, back. I just I'm not not necessarily pushing back, but I I just want to put my project manager hat on real quick. And so, if you guys have ever been in project management or or had to deal with projects or whatever, we we have what we call a racy chart. Uh, so it's responsible, accountable, consultant informed. But we literally have to spell out who's responsible, who's accountable. And a lot of people don't look at those and understand the difference in them. Um, and and so I want to explain that and then kind of liken it to relationships. So responsible party on a racy chart is the person that's responsible for the task. They are the person that needs to make it happen. But the accountable party is they are accountable or they own the task to make sure that it happens and also the outcomes of it. And so with those two, when you differentiate those and you look at them from that lens, historically, men have been responsible or accountable for the relationship, mainly because women couldn't get out, right? Like you got to think women couldn't divorce, right? Women, women basically had to do what that guy said. So the guy was the accountable party for a relationship. He was the one that said whether we we're going to be in a relationship or not, whether we could get out, what we were going to do in this relationship, how this relationship was going to work. And so a lot of where women don't feel like they need to take accountability comes from that historical kind of, hey, it's your fault. If we don't work out, it's your fault, right? Like I'm conditioned to be a wife. I'm conditioned to be the person in the, the helpmate and, and the um, you know submissive partner in it or whatever and the guy owns this relationship it's it's he's the accountable party and I, I really feel like that's a little bit of it they don't feel like they have to own that uh, and be accountable for the relationship if the relationship fails it's the guy's fault and we don't think that right I mean we're sitting here like no it's not my fault you're just as much accountable for our relationship but I think that's a new power dynamic that's a di- very different dynamic than we've seen up until the 40s, 50s, maybe 60s, when we really got into kind of somewhat equal in this, where women had a, a big say into it. Um, and so it's a dynamic that we got to try to shift. We got to shift that accountability that we both are accountable for this relationship. And not you aren't just responsible for the tasks. Like you can say, I cook, I clean, I do this thing. And I'm good. That that's all I was. I did my part. You were supposed to do everything else. You're accountable for everything else. So, so I, I agree with you partly. You know the historical aspect of it, but when it comes to we're not in a relationship. When it comes to your individual life as a, and I don't want to make it a woman thing or you know because men do it too. I just feel like the world is way more conditioned to hold men accountable. Like we, you know, it, it's it's we're held accountable, whether we want to or not. For the most part, I, I think I'm, I'm mentor, so I talk to my young guys and I hear them lacking accountability. But when it comes to your individual life, if me and her are in a relationship, I understand that dynamic of, hey, I'm a little more traditional, and men should be more, you know, the head, and therefore you, you're accountable and stuff like that. You know, when it comes to my marriage. Uh, one of the things I learned in premarital counseling is I manage my marriage as the the lead in my marriage and my household. You're responsible, therefore accountable for the things that happen. I get that. I'm not trying to go. I'm not going tit for tat. I'm saying you're single. You know, you're one of your favorite lines. What is it about your put that keeps <laughs> attracting ain't niggas? Who's accountable 
in this situation? Is it all the dudes that you ended up with? Are they sh- should they be accountable? Because not into the 1950s and 40s did women have the chance. It's in 2024, you find yourself still dealing with the same guy. And the thing about it is you might be attracted to the same type person. You know, you like a dude that looks this way, moves this way. I can't knock what you're attracted to. But at a certain point, you have to think about your actions and decisions yield results. We we talked about this earlier. When I was young, I can go out all night, drink, you know, sleep in all this stuff. Those are things that are fun. They probably still will be fun today if I didn't have a wife, two kids, a job, like all these things I had to take care of. I can't I had to adapt, become accountable for my actions, because when I wasn't accountable for things, this is a life it yielded. When I became accountable for my actions and responsibilities, I had to step up. You know, I can't say, well, I always like to go out and drink and, you know, get sloppy drunk and come in because I've always like that's just what that's what's fun to me. That's what I'm attracted. I can't help it. Okay, do that. How long are you going to keep this type job? How long are you going to keep your wife and kids happy? But then if if I lose my wife and kids, guess what? I have to be accountable for my actions and realize that my responsibilities uh, weren't met. Uh, I wasn't giving this person the, the, the attention and all this stuff. At the end of the day, you know, so Byron, I feel like you're about to chime in. I feel like your your wheels are spinning. Well, no, you I was about to push back on rising. You know, when 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 you've mentioned the historical part of it and and when he said women are conditioned to be wise, I'm like, like recently? No, uh, no, not not recently. But, and that's what I mean. The, 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 dynamic, has, okay. the, 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 the dynamic has changed, right? It's like, but it, it's it's that they, that was in their head, and that's what their moms taught them, right? And 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 everything. Yeah. And so it's it's that it's the dynamic has shifted, the times have changed, but I don't know if that mentality has changed much yet uh, in the relationship but, side. But for to yeah. your point about like individual accountability. That, like you said, that's not a male or a female thing. That really is just a. As you mature, you are able to take accountability more. The, the reason why if, you have that conversation with boys, right? When you're mentoring, when you're talking to teenagers, boys and girls, none of them take accountability. It was the teacher's fault. It was their friend's fault. It was the bus driver's fault. It was everybody else's fault, but theirs when they do something. And what ends up happening is. As, as certain people mature and they start taking accountability, those are the ones that I said that, you know, they're the ones that can go above and beyond the situation, right? They're not going to blame systemic racism in this society and the man held me down and the Illuminati uh, caused all of this. And, and you know, there's this cabal out there yeah. that's doing all this. They, they're just like, yeah, whatever. That, I, I'm going to go and I'm going to make, make it happen for myself. Those are the people that can actually hold and make it accountable. The folks that can't, and the folks that are screaming Illuminati, screaming that you know, I, you know that person's an industry plant. I ain't gonna say no names on who who was talking about that. Um, but those type of people lack a little bit of accountability on themselves uh, to be able to say, no, I just made the choices that I made, and so I can't be the guy uh, anymore because and that new person came in and they did what they need had to do, so they're the guy now. Um, you know the the. I'm, they didn't give me the manager job and yes I cussed out the old manager two weeks ago but I still should have been the manager because I've been here to, uh, the longest right like those are the people that lack that accountability to be able to to get there and so 
I, you have to mature to where you can actually hold yourself accountable for your actions and stop blaming everybody else. Because if you can't close out that chapter and learn from it and move on, then you're just not going to grow. And it is especially important in relationships in life, you know, and I'll leave with leave with this. Uh, Rosie was like my accountability partner years ago uh, when it came to my finances. You know, I found myself struggling. And once again, let's throw in all the external factors, you know, coming from a family that didn't really have much and didn't know a lot about this, didn't know a lot about that. Um, but at the end of the day, I had. It's not about. Sometimes we have to realize it's not about where you end up. It's where you come from. So my growth. It's a, a hell of a lot of growth for some people. This might be their starting point. But considering where I started and where I'm at now. I mean, it's so many levels to that, but it was him who had to make what is your credit score? We can't talk about finances and growing your credit if you don't know your credit score. You're accountable for your credit score. Your credit score didn't just happen like you didn't just wake up and all of a sudden your credit score sucked. I had to take accountability and, you know, because it was like, man, my credit sucks. I can't do anything. I had the woe is me. You know, I didn't want to take accountability for that. But when I did, I had to accept where I was at, that I was making, you know, it's somebody my ain't credit. They keep giving me ain't credit cards and ain't credit uh, limits and, you know, ain't interest rate. That's what happened. It was something about the decisions I was making. And I had to be accountable and recognize those things that it was me. It wasn't the world making my credit suck. It, It wasn't. No matter how much I wanted to push that off on nobody teaching me, nobody, you know, giving me any help financially, it was decisions I made. You know, should I have moved back home with my mom or try to stay with my dad or get a job, a part time job to pay this off? Or, you know, when I get a cut my credit cards or whatever it was, I, I could have done that. It made a difference. So, you know, that's my two cents. I, I can go. Mine again might be short. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm liking these short kind of just, you know, one liners from everybody uh, lately. Uh, and so this one's really simple. I, I saw a post and they were like, um, you know, Monday is a better day to be off than Friday. And I want to ask you fellas, what's the best day to take off? Is it breaking up your week? Is it taking on Friday? Is it taking on Sunday or Saturday, uh, Monday? What's the best day to take off and, and and why would you take that day versus any other day? If you only got like one day out of the week to take off. It's, it's a simple answer. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, I'll I, well, there's another I, answer. I, I, I love taking off days, so it doesn't matter when it is. Uh, but to answer your question, uh, probably Monday. Monday. Um, it's, yeah, it's probably Monday. Yeah, that's the right answer, by the way. <laughs> Why is that? Yeah. Because, because oh well, well Ferg, Ferg, Ferg lives somewhere with a lot of traffic. So I don't know if it's like this in Houston, but here on Fridays, most people take off anyway. So traffic isn't as bad as it is any other day during the week. And then at work, Friday is usually the easier day of the five work days at work. So it's almost it's damn near like an off day. So versus Monday. Everybody's out there. Everybody's going to work. You fight traffic. On top of that, you know, you're coming off the weekend. 
like you have that feeling of you you have that feeling of man on Sunday you're like man if I just had one more day versus when Thursday hits going into Friday you damn near looking forward to you like man tomorrow Friday you don't, yeah you got to go to work but you know what once you get off work you free for the next couple of days so the attitude of going to work on Friday versus going to work on Monday if you can eliminate Monday you Gucci baby yeah Byron <laughs> I mean that was that was a, a excellent analysis. Uh, I didn't think about the traffic and everything like that because I just I, I drive every day for work, so I'm just used to being in traffic. But it's Friday. Do you guys ever go out on a Friday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What time yep. you go out on a Friday? After work, eight nine o'clock, maybe ten if we don't. So if you were Friday. off on Friday, what would change about you? Just don't have to wake up early. Right, right. <laughs> the benefit. Guess what? You don't have to wake up early Monday, right? Uh, and you probably went to sleep at a decent time Thursday anyway. So waking up is not that big of a deal. But taking off Friday, you're probably going to just sit around prepping for two things are going to happen. You're going to sit around prepping for the the hangout for Friday night or the rest of the weekend, right? And so if Either way, if you go hard half a day Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, let's say that you 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 kicking it hard. Guess what you would you're gonna wish you would have had <laughs> Monday off. <laughs> yep. Right. I'm like, man, by sun by the end of the day Sunday, you are gonna already be thinking like, man, I probably need to start winding down. I gotta go to work. I'm gonna be going hard all weekend, and so now Sunday's almost spoiled because. You you thinking about how you're gonna feel Monday versus mm-hmm. taking Monday off. You at work Friday, half chilling, probably texting back and forth, talking about what you gonna do when you get <laughs> off this weekend. But dog, meet me at the Airbnb. I'm gonna swing through that. I'm gonna swing by the liquor store, pick up a bottle. We gonna do that. Yeah, whatever the case may be. Or you know, my my flight leaves at six, so I'm, I'm gonna ta- I'm gonna leave the house about three o'clock. Like you can prep for Friday. Because it's only so Friday taking off almost gives you only of a half day of kicking. Even if you stay at home, you're not going to. Everybody else is at work. There's no real yeah. if you're hanging out, there's no real benefit to it. Right, because you're only going to enjoy half that day. Versus yeah. Monday. You know, after all the festivities are gone, you wake up Monday morning, like Byron says, People going to work, you send in your uh your 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 Louis robe with your uh <laughs> your newspaper, sipping your coffee, eating your croissants, you know, cheese Danish. <laughs> like you're chill. <laughs> you're chill. And guess what? You get to roll into the rest of the week. And it's it's something about having a short week going from Tuesday to Friday. Because you still yeah. get the you still get the the benefit of a short week with a Friday at the end versus a short week where you know Monday Tuesday because you already don't want to be at work Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Friday you won't have us anyway you know you get three and a half days that that week when you take off Monday <laughs> versus still having to work four days when you uh, take off Friday. All right. And that is so, the correct so answer. Let's let's expand it then. If you got a four day weekend, do you take the Friday or do you take the Tuesday? At that point. Oh, Friday, Friday. 
Is everybody has a four day? If everybody has a four day week, no, no. If, if you need a four day, say you got to fly somewhere, do whatever, whatever. Do you take Tuesday or do you take Friday? Ah, you take Friday through Tuesday, Friday through Monday. It's Friday then. Yeah, because going back to work on a, a Wednesday sucks. My week's halfway <laughs> over. I don't. Have you ever had to just go back? Like I don't want to go in. Like it just. It, it it's it it's Thursday. Thursday almost Thursday becomes your new Friday. <laughs> it's like you got you got right? sham on Friday, right? Like no work getting done on yeah. Friday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. <laughs> Monday, Tuesday, half day. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, half day Thursday. So you get, <laughs> you know, in a ten day work week. You know, you you really work. Yeah, you work. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, that's, that's three and a half days on the front, on the back end. Yeah, and like then five, five Monday, and Tuesday, half days. <laughs> yeah, because if you work, when you come back, you work. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, half day Friday. So that's three and a half days. The week before you work, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So seven days, seven, you know, three, two, two, three and a half day weeks. <laughs> so you get an extra day. You get an extra day of vacation by doing Friday through Monday. <laughs> yeah. And then you don't have to like just two short weeks back to back. <laughs> True, true. <laughs> Two short weeks back to back is better than one short week. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so yeah, I was almost thinking like taking a Wednesday. Like, uh, well, he he kind of when he threw if you got to fly somewhere, so this changes. Like if it's just a regular week, then yeah, I want Friday and Monday off. Uh, if I'm gonna have a four day weekend. But if I'm flying somewhere, and I need you listeners to listen up, because I see a lot of y'all vacationing very, very wrong. <laughs> you don't go to work the next day after you land back home. You need that buffer day. <laughs> so if you land, if you land back home on Sunday, you need to be off Monday. If you land on Monday, you need to be off Tuesday. You need a buffer day. The last thing I want to do is land and start thinking about what I got to do for work tomorrow. Have a buffer day. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but a regular week though, Friday and Monday all day. But if you're traveling, it depends on the event, like homecoming. So like if I do homecoming, homecoming, I take Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday off and I go back yeah. Monday. You, you, you <laughs> go back Monday. Ooh, after that. But I'm a half. I'm a half. That's Monday. And but this is a time I wish I would have taken off every homecoming. I wish I would have taken yeah, off Monday. You, what you should do is you yeah. should you should do, take that half day. You should fly out Thursday afternoon on Friday. On, and so you're on there. Thursday. You land Thursday night. Hit it hard. As soon as you get off the plane, change clothes, and you out there. And then you got Friday, Saturday, fly back Sunday, and take Monday off. So you shouldn't be taking Thursday off. That's what I off should do. That's what coming. I should do. So because I, because I, I fly back in. I usually leave Thursday, early Thursday afternoon, Thursday morning. I mean, uh, early Saturday, Sunday afternoon, Saturday, Sunday morning. Damn, homecoming started jumping on Thursday though, bro. It does, but it Thursday started jumping on evening, Thursday night. So if you're flying in, it's man by Thursday, Thursday back, <laughs> especially back in the day, we used to have the crab boil Thursday. 
So that's when bros are pulling in town, all this stuff. I don't know, bro. Uh, Byron, you give me something to think about. I have not <laughs> mastered the the take a chill yeah. day. Yeah, that buffer day, baby. Need that. And also, respect Fridays. Unless it's dire, if you go somewhere that closes at five and it's Friday, don't don't pull up at that people place at four fifty. <laughs> just just go on charge it to the game. You know they ready to go home. It's, let let them people be. Let them lock the doors a couple of minutes early, man. Unless it's like some dire, like sometimes you gotta, you know, take care of some official business. But other than that, let people enjoy it. Respect Fridays. Respect other people's Fridays. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. So I want that. Oh man. So. All right. With that being said, let's go ahead and close it on out, fellas. Who wants to kick it off? So. So I had a lot to say at the beginning of the show, so I'm going to shorten it for the end of the show. I did mention how Nick Saban is retiring. And up until, you know, just last month when I just, when I started rooting against Alabama because of their fans and their arrogance. Arrogance. <laughs> I can't talk today. Arrogance. The arrogancy. How about that? Yeah, but... And, it's, and it was like, it was earned. Like, you guys won six national championships under him. It was earned. I didn't care for some of the comments, so I ruled against y'all this year. But up until this past December, me living up here in Virginia, I always root, when Florida State couldn't make it, I always root, root for Alabama or Auburn if they made it to the championship because that represents back home. And whether I, I hated you guys now or whatever, Facts are facts. Nick Saban was one hell of a coach. That was one hell of a dynasty you guys had in Tuscaloosa. And I'm not even certain it's over. We'll see who they hire uh, because he may have left left it where the foundation is there to where as long as you're half decent at recruiting, you can keep that machine rolling. But it was a hell of a run. Most championships ever by any coach and Hell, a couple of plays away from winning maybe two or three more championships. Mm-hmm. So, um, hell of a run for him. Job well done, man. He is the GOAT, hands down, in my opinion. Um, so, I just wanted to just acknowledge him and, and, and the run he had at Alabama. Had a championship at LSU as well. And I just I mentioned this also before on a couple episodes ago. It just it's just amazing to me because I'm watching Congress operate and what they're doing over in the House. And again, I'll just say Joseph W. Martin Jr. was the Republican Speaker of the House from 1953 to 1955. And because I don't know much about him, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and say that he left the Speaker of the House in good shape. Since then, every single Republican speaker has left under chaos. Whether it's Newt Gingrich, Denny Hassard, uh, Speaker Boehner, Paul Ryan, uh, Kevin McCarthy. And now you're hearing rumbles that the new speaker may get replaced. They may need to just hand the reins over to the Democrats for a while. Because they cannot, they cannot have just like a quiet, calm, 
where they run the house and get things done. Since 1955, that's just amazing to me that every Republican speaker since 1955. See, your, your, <laughs> it's, it's cute, bro. It's cute. <laughs> the fact that you think that shit matters. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't matter. Like there's, what is the downfall to having a piss poor Republican Speaker of the House? I'll wait. Not a goddamn because they're going to do it again as long as they have the majority like it, it, it's it's and it's and, because and they, you know, they don't care even, and they I'm really even, don't care about governing they want to push through one or two things that they really want to make happen that allows uh, them to that, yep to continue their machine and then that's it that's, that's all they care about and, and I'm not even talking about the whole governing part or, or their effectiveness I'm just saying like Every past Republican speaker you mentioned, you just say, hey, give me a quick summary on Kevin McCarthy. Where's the Speaker of the House, but his members voted him out. And even before he got the speakership, he had to go a near record like 20 times to even be voted in. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, all right. Well, tell me about Denny Hassert. Uh, Well, he fondled some boys when he was in school. So he got, uh, okay, tell me about uh, Newt Gingrich. Well, his wife had cancer and he was cheating on her and he left her while she was still in the hospital. Damn. <laughs> okay, tell me about Boehner. They forced him out. Paul Ryan. They forced him out. Like that's, that's like that's all I'm I waiting on you to tell me the downfall. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, what, what, what. And the point is what <laughs> you still get just, to, you still get to do it. It's, I, it's I not like nothing. it's not it's like just... okay, y'all fuck up two times. You forfeit your the next five years, ten years. Like it's no downfall. We're going to put somebody else in there. Like, it's just, you know, it, it is what it is. American uh, politics. Other than, that, other than that, shout out Contentville. People, get your Three Brothers No Sense merch. Because we're going to be on that float come Skinny Monday. And if we see you with the hoodie on, we see you with the hat, the shirt, we are aiming for you guys. We loading up on the throws. We're going we gonna to hook it up. Yeah, Get your merch. Support us. We gonna be in the building. Shout out Contentville. Make sure you subscribe to Three Brothers No Sense on Contentville and any other podcast platform. Oh, you going to the sneaker ball? By the way, anybody? Anybody? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 definitely. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh yeah. I'm just making sure. Ready. I'm, I'm, gonna be in that thing. I'm yeah. still trying to figure out what I'm wearing, man. I, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I didn't pull it out by seven different outfits. I don't know what I'm wearing. Uh oh. That oh. means he coming with something. Nah, man. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, no, yeah, no. Yeah. I shouldn't even say that because I'm, I'm. I don't know. I have this. I have couple options for shoes and I don't know what I want to wear and so now I think it's gonna be last minute like last year I knew what I was wearing <laughs> this year I don't know what I'm wearing yeah I pride myself on trying to have the only pair of sneakers in the bar I think I was the only only one with the pair I had on last year I think I'm gonna be the only one with this pair this year as well we'll see yeah yeah same okay. same I um you know remember I was I was wearing the next day uh last year so because uh, my shoes hadn't dropped yet uh, so I was I was doing that and uh, same thing this year. <laughs> so uh, yeah, definitely definitely ready for that one, man. Um, all I want to say is happy Jonathan Majors Day. I mean MLK uh, Day. So <laughs> uh, to all y'all out there, um, yeah, J- Jonathan Majors got on this interview. You ain't sh- for that one. You ain't for that one. <laughs> he said he's a great man. 
and uh, he doubled down and he said that uh, Megan Good stood by him like Coretta. So you know that man, that man is living in his dream, as Ferg said uh, last couple episodes. He is he's living his dream. Or was it? no, that was Cat Williams actually. Cat Williams said you got to live your dream and you got to live it better than everybody else. And so we are living in Jonathan Major's dream right now, and y'all just got to understand that MLK Day is now officially Jonathan Major's Day. You give me a I think Chappelle said that, didn't he? Living your dream. Didn't Chappelle say that? That was he, the name of the special. Had, yeah, that was the name yeah, of the special yeah, living yeah. your dream. Yeah, but um remember Cat Williams yeah. giving the um comment, he was given the analogy about being in somebody's like oh what's that Chappelle on his uh special? Because his special was out around yeah, the same time. So what happened that? Yeah. Okay, all right, yeah, so okay. that was that yeah. was Chappelle. Okay, all right, cool. So, so. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm take credit. I'm gonna be accountable and take credit for the fact that you're confusing my my sayings with either Chappelle or Cat Williams, which I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I feel now. That I think I said out loud. <laughs> the first Cat Williams or Dave Chappelle said, "Uh, <laughs> one of those three. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and the, the, the next thing I want to do is I want to shout myself out, uh, because I'm doing something right because my son. He said that he was uh, doing a, a some some desk work, and on there they asked about Martin Luther King, and they said, "Why were the white people so mad and angry and mean to black people before civil rights?" And my son, on his little uh, sheet that he had to turn into his teacher, said, "Cause they racist." <laughs> <laughs> I thought Ollie's gonna give some in depth. You know, I'm like you just. This, that's all you put. He's like, yeah. He said because they're racist. <laughs> so. this, this too is because of racism. <laughs> that is right there. <laughs> so I was like, my man. <laughs> nice, nice job, Ali. <laughs> yeah. So that's all I got, man. <laughs> that is hilarious. Um, I don't know. Uh, I'm make it simple. Uh, it's beginning of the year. 2024 is gonna be a if the rest of the year goes anything like these last um few months shout out to club shay shay uh risey flexing with his uh <laughs> uh is it just called shay yeah it's just called shay like portour yeah. cognac Port, port, portier portier it's, it's the like portier that. yeah <laughs> yeah Lex. You should tag him on uh, Twitter. Okay. Um, I, I got you. People don't get caught up. Ain't nothing changed. Keep your head down. Keep working. Uh, <laughs> this 2024 is going to be a uh, very interesting year. So strap yourself in. Get ready for the ride. With that being said, three brothers, no sense. Six rules of podcast. Listen. <laughs> Hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I posted the baby fat jacket of, on our Facebook page and somebody said every pregnant girl in school had that jacket <laughs> I feel like I, I feel like I see it I feel I feel like I see it <laughs> so Apple Bob. Andrea Early Andrea Early shout out to you because she made the comment Baby fat. I'm sorry for interrupting, bro. <laughs> Baby fat, uh, bubble jacket, apple bottom jeans. <laughs> oh god! Wow, now I can't unsee it. 
Okay. Ooh. Three brothers, no sense. Six rules of podcast. Listen, like, share, subscribe, comment, and most importantly, listen again. Talk to you next week.